Attention, Pokemon players. You are listening to Triple P, the Pittsburgh Pokemon podcast. On today's episode, the guys playing a 1K. We draft for LAIC. And live is live. Chuck, how we doing, my friend? How we doing? Ah, uh, we are doing good. Doing good. Yes. So, how's your week been? I know uh, it was a, a hectic weekend. A lot of you know travel for you. Um, coming back to, to to the Berg to play in in the one K here at the Vault, um, as per the use with the new set. So, um, yeah. How was that for you? Yeah. Uh... A lot of travel. I'm still a little tired from that. Uh, it was uh, always fun to come back to the bird and see you guys and play some games. Um, the 1K was uh, an experience. Uh, it was a good experience for me. Uh, you know, took Palkia into the Silver Tempest uh, dungeon, the the Lugia Dojo. <laughs> the Lugia Dojo, was. that is for sure. Uh, and came out 500 which was not uh good enough for the day but it was good enough to secure the bubble spot so got ninth place no prizing and uh right out of the top cut so yep yep just missed that top eight um and yeah i mean like like you kind of said you, you were breaking a little bit uh throughout the day didn't have optimal starts um, and it didn't help that everybody was just uh either playing palkia or teching for it and i don't know it just feels like as much as I love Palkia, it feels like he's on his way out, or at least his stock is down until the meta changes again. Oh yeah, we can uh, can talk about him a little bit later in yeah. on that subject. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, it was a bad start day, the whole day. Uh, I didn't get to live the dream with Palkia at least at all. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I think, you know, all those Pokemon that you say like, oh dang it, I had to start that. I had to start that. I just even though there's not that many of them in Palkia, I did it. Um, uh, I had, I mean, I put Drapion on the list, and I had to got got to start it, and I started against Mew, of course. Well, so it wasn't like the worst time to start Drapion, uh, but he quickly went away. Yeah, because uh, Mew was uh, the Mew player was like, "That's got to go." Um, so, uh, yeah, so it was just a bad start. Just couldn't. It just wasn't wasn't uh in in the the heart of the cards as they say for me uh this weekend so yeah i mean it happens but uh you know overall we know you're a super solid player you've proven it in the past and uh, um yeah you know it happens to the best of us yeah and i i i did pull out a, a good win i did i mean like i did say it was lugia dojo so i had to play some lugia matchups and yeah. um i i did win like i didn't just get two owed so um I was a took that as a win. Um especially when I knew I had to start fast and the two losses I had, I didn't. And the third, right. the other win, even I didn't start fast either, but I pulled out some good math shenanigans and uh finally got that like one turn where the Lugia didn't get everything it needed. So uh I it mathed it mathed just not enough to KO the pal- the palky I had in the active, and uh, I was able to secure a boss game play after that. So right, yeah. I mean, we shall see if uh, if Lugia or if Lugia just reigns supreme or or uh, Palkia still has a fighting chance. Um, you know, it still remains to be seen overall in the meta game. Yep. 
But yeah, I mean, how was uh, your weekend? Because you I were mean, there. I was there. It's been a very busy weekend slash even going into today. Um, but I mean, as far as the the one k, um, ended up getting into top cut. Uh, I believe I finished. I mean, tied for first as far as record, but you know, just because of resistance, um, it was like fourth place or something. Um, you know, start out two zero, then tied a game, and then ID'd at the end. Um, to to secure myself um, in the top eight. Uh, and then we all decided, you know, kind of since last time we played and it got super late, um, played it out at least one round. Um, everybody in the top eight decided, hey, let's just uh, let's just ID, um, split the prizing and, and get out of here, get some dinner. Um, and ultimately it was the, the better play. Um, so, you know, everybody got at least a booster box worth of prizing there. Uh, that made top eight and then, um, you know, still have plenty of time to go hang out with friends, um, in, you know, our our local group and then get back at a reasonable time at, at home and then just hang out with the family a little bit. Um, so yeah, it was- wouldn't happen if I made it. I was hungry for first. <laughs> bubble me out. We would have still been playing. Well, maybe there's a reason you're the bubble boy. <laughs> it worked out in everyone's favor. I bubbled out. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, other than that, um, I guess today I was kind of not thinking we were going to be able to record tonight and, and have to like try to last minute push it in. Uh, but I had a couple of projects around the house and I finished them super fast, uh, faster than I anticipated. Um, it did help that we're on a holiday week and works a little light as far as ours, just because of the way, um, you know, Thanksgiving week works. Uh, so I was thankful to get all that done. Um, big projects in the li- living room are finished uh, for the most part, at least at least three of the four that we have um, are finished. So was able to get here and talk Pokemon with you. Super, super pumped um, because this week is, is going to be fun because we can still go a little bit into the 1K and kind of what we've seen. Um, I definitely want to talk a little bit about PTCG or PTCGL uh, since we both have got our hands on that. And then, you know, there's a couple fun things for LAIC that we had planned uh, going forward here. Um, but let's jump into, you know, just as far as not necessarily how we performed, but what we kind of saw uh, the meta was uh, at this 1K. Um, I feel it's kind of relevant since this is our first tournament um, in this Silver Tempest uh, meta uh, and, and what decks were looking like. Obviously, uh, we saw, I think, at least 50% of the of the room was Lugia. Uh, but there was definitely other decks out there to talk about um, it, to try to combat um, its effectiveness, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, did, I did see a lot of Lugia. Um, and then uh, the Mew, uh, Mew Genesec uh, was also... A, you know, in the room, taking advantage of the stone and uh, getting off to hot starts. Right. Um, and yeah. we also saw Duraludon out there because um, a lot of people thinking, hey, special energy, Duraludon, uh, let's take advantage of that. So I know, you know, we've seen at least uh, two to three Mews um, out there. Um, some of them seeing su- some success because obviously that deck is still um, the fastest tempo deck out there. Um, and then, you know, we can talk a little about Duraludon as well, um, how it kind of did. Um, but again, let's start off with the, the elephant in the room there, just Lugia in general. Um, we've seen 
both different variants of the the, the more consistent. Um, and we saw the the uh, the the amazing rare version with like the Yvetal, um Raikou and all that. Um, and I feel like Lugia did what Lugia did. I and I don't. I think everybody that played him. Um, or at least the vast majority of people that play Lugia made that top eight. Um, so definitely, I think the proof is already there, even though it's super early, at least, you know, in our meta, um, that Lugia is solid. Um, do you have anything to add to maybe why you think that is um, or any rant on Lugia any way you want? Uh, I mean, it's got, uh, it's got a combo in it uh, that is not as hard as I think people, I don't care what anyone else says. It's not hard to pull off. Uh, yes, there are times when you won't necessarily get it, but um, I haven't really, I mean, I've played the deck and I've played against it and I have yet to like, it's like not one in 10. I think it's even less than one in 10 where you won't get it. Like even, um, where you at least get one Archeops into that discard pile and just go ham pretty much from there. Right. And I, I've, uh, I, in the tournament, I only played the straight Lugia, like none of the, uh, none of the amazing rares, no Aurora energies. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so uh, I think that, uh, I think that was the only reason why when I, me playing Palky, I stood a chance uh, to be honest. Because uh, if I had had a trade with one prizes, it would have probably been a lot less favored right. for me. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just the deck goes off. It goes. It works well. I, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of uh, how good it is, um, but it's just going to take over the meta. I think at this point, uh, I, I think we, I think we've met. Uh, and I have some stats to back it up, but we can, I don't know, we can do it later, but I think we've met VMAX time, uh, version 2.0 in terms of, I'm going to dominate the meta. I mean, I agree. Um, I think either version you play, um, just has answers is, is still consistent enough. Um, obviously I, I lean towards the, the colorless version or just the straight Lugia with maybe, uh, maybe a Zard or, or whatnot in there. Um, just because of the consistency. And I feel, you know, most games you get it off. Um, when you don't, it feels bad. And it feels like you you kind of win or lose off of at least getting it off the second turn. Because if not, then you're just too far behind. Uh, but like you said, I think, you know, out of the games I've played from on live, on PTCGO, on, on IRL, uh, generally, I feel like you're going to get it off. Um, and I feel it's just dangerous because if it goes first and literally only needs to get a Lugia down um, with a lot of these other decks, like with Mew in the past, when it was like the super dominant uh, with Lugia, you had to get, you know, the Lugia down, the Drizzles down or, you know, Genesex down for the Mews and things like that. Right. Mm-hmm. With, with Lugia feels like as long as you have a Lugia V in play after your first turn, um, obviously you can do more uh, to help yourself, but it feels like, it's just going to happen, right? Because all he has to do is evolve, um, get a couple guys in the discard pile, um, and then you're off and, and good. 
Um, and when generally with the amount of ball search you have there, discarding you have there, um, it's usually not super hard um, to get that off. Uh, so the, the deck feels great. Um, I know you're concerned about how powerful it's going to be. Um, and I think I'm not I'm not going to disagree with you where it's going to be oppressive and it's going to be the deck that everybody either wants to play or wants to counter. Um, but the one thing I guess the saving grace is I don't know if, how long this is going to last because after rotation, like we've said already, uh, it feels like it might drop off pretty pretty hard at least for uh, you know a, a short while until we see whatever what other special energies get printed in the, in the future. Yeah, uh, I, I mean I may agree with you. Um, the power level is what it is. I mean that's kind of uh, I probably was a little bit more ranty that day of the tournament, but it's probably just the Pokemon thing that it is what it is. It's Pokemon does. Yeah. Uh, uh, the thing that is warp, what's gonna thing, uh, it's just gonna warp the meta around it. Um, I'm, we're already, I'm just looking at like limitless like breakdown from the Silver Tempest meta at the moment, and it's already sitting at like fusion strike levels of like Mew Genesect share right. of the meta in the tournament. So it's like the deck that you're gonna see everywhere. Uh, right. sitting right, sitting right at 17 and a half, 17 percent. I'll, I'll round down. Uh, uh, it's over 17%. But yeah, uh, the thing that bothers me is like we were looking at a nice, like, I know some people thought it wasn't that open, but I, I if you look at the stats, like it was, you had like a good seven to eight decks you could kind of like argue to play at any given tournament that could do well. And now you're, you're starting to see a much smaller conglomeration at the top. So you're going to see in the, I, it, for what looks to be an extended meta that's not going to be a short stint like lost origin was you're going to see more, you're going to see less decks and it might get real stale real quick i think and you're probably not wrong there as well uh so we'll see um but i think that's enough ranting about lugia uh it is what it is at this point uh, i do want to talk a little bit more about mew uh, since it's the first time, you know, in a in a tournament that you know that that mattered, I guess, um, seeing him with the uh, the forest seal stone um, and how much that affected the deck um, in its consistency uh, or its path out uh, in your experience. I know uh, I played against a Mew player, um, and it was a close matchup. Uh, mine was I played against a Mew player too, and it was a similarly close matchup it just adds another out uh i mean at one point in time i mean they i wouldn't like at one point in time it was just like he had to do something to get something and it was the tablet he drew he drew the tablet and it was like okay game you win like he, he, he could go get the card he needed yeah so yeah. uh it's just another like another out to anything that Mew might need right i mean the deck is just great. Um, I think definitely, um, at least right now, uh, in this in this new meta, even though we kind of take gathering what the top five decks are generally going to be right now, um, I still feel that you know that the, the turbo version is the version to go with at the moment. Um, just being able to outpace things. So that we've always said since Mew uh, jumped into the scene, where it just outpaces stuff because Meloetta play early. 
can change a game. Uh, and that is just what it's doing now. Um, trying to take that early pace because if any, if Lugia has any weakness, um, is that early tempo. And with that seal stone, um, it could put it, put Lugia in a position where even if it goes first or second, um, it's just not fast enough. And, and then Mew can do the Mew things. Um, obviously there's plenty of counters for Mew and some Lugia players play that other decks play it as well. Um, but uh, again, the tempo can just win you games, and it, and it will, and it has. Yeah, um, I think I, I just saw Azul win something with with like a a variant that was more closer to the just just playing DTE again, not yeah, no, what is. So as I, I say that, that, yeah, the, that that's the dominant version. Azul always has to <laughs> prove me wrong. Yeah, uh, no, I mean. I think a player like Azul could get out, uh, get, uh, get around plays like that, but uh, I don't foresee that being the popular version. I don't, I don't see that being the more successful version. I right. think uh, with the advent of Drapion and then the speed of other decks like Lugia, the ability to uh, force uh, three knockouts or you know, uh, the seven prize game, the out with a Meloetta, I think yeah. is is going to be more beneficial than not than not, in my opinion. Right, I agree, hundred percent. All right, um, I mean, I I don't know if there's much more to add with Mew. Um, it just kind of you know, either version still can do what it wants to do. Um, I I guess my hot take still just uh play that that fusion strike um, just balls to the wall kind of deck. Um, and a lot of times like you're just going to outpace them. Yeah. Um, so moving on to the next deck I want to talk about, and we've seen a good number of it at the one K, um, you know, because of Lugia, because of Mew, actually kind of both decks, um, no matter what version of you, you play kind of really rely on those special energies. So um, Duraladon has been there at least uh, is speculative to see a lot of play at LAIC, uh Toronto going forward because it's supposed to naturally um, have a good matchup just because Duraladon's ability and we've seen Duraladon um, have success in the past but um, what do you what, I mean I don't know if you had any experience in these matchups but um, what, what is your hot take on Duraladon um, going into these two top uh, top two decks that are I, I don't think anybody's going to argue Lugia and you are one and two uh yeah, I I think Duraludon has a probably a more favorable play against a Mew, um, but uh, Lugia's I don't I just see Lugia's deck construction just getting around, so Lugia can just play path and get around. I think the Duraludon. Um, in in that way, I don't think you can rely on Duraludon tanking anything, and uh, Arceus might be the reliance on Arceus might be a detriment. Um, it's the only Arceus deck that's really kind of seeing any kind of play at the moment. Yeah, I agree uh, with that. So, uh, that it, if if you can keep the stadiums clear and. Duraludon's ability sticks. I mean, there's no reason why it doesn't work. Like it just says no to special mm -hmm. energy. Um, but it's all about making that stick. And I think Lugia has an easier time, obviously, 
because it doesn't rely on abilities to draw its cards like Mew does. Um, but Mew is also finding ways to play Path of the Peak. So I mean, sure. Like, and with, even going with like Azul's version, like there is going to be that DTE version that will play Path of the Peak uh, because it plays so many supporters. So um, Mew, depending on the variant, still has natural outs. Um, even before, even the Fusion Strike Energy version um, can still out-tempo it. Um, so I still feel... Mew has a probably slightly better than 50-50 against it. And Lugia, um, no matter what version, I think just favored. Because like you said, Path to Peak is a card. Um, it's per Once you get Lugia out there, you really don't need abilities. Because, uh, you know, the Crobats, Luminions are nice. Those are generally to try to help you get started and set up. Um, so you don't necessarily need those. Um, but if you're playing the Amazing Rare version, um, it doesn't even matter. Evital just kills it. Um Ability, yeah. it just it just insta ko uh sorry it doesn't matter um you're just dead and then um you know take out an arceus and then maybe even like a echoing horn or something like that and then another arceus um so you really only have to go through one generally and those ones still play path or peak as well too so um plenty of outs for for um for our boy lugia versus duraludon so i i feel like duraludon stock is just not as high as it as people were hoping it would be um, going into, you know, this projected one-two punch of Lugia Mule. Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Cause like, it's like saying it's going to rain and then like, you're trying to buy a stock and umbrellas. <laughs> right. But, like the, the only place you're going is like inside. So you don't need <laughs> it. Like, you know, like I, I, that's the only thing I can think of is like, it makes sense with Duraludon, like why it should be good, <laughs> why it should be good. Um, but just in practice, it just seems like it's unnecessary, uh, not up to stuff. I yeah, think. yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, so I I would urge strongly against people trying to go Lugia, um, at least in these bigger tournaments. Obviously, local. Um, you know, it's not as much a stake, so go for it. Um, but if you're trying to, you know, do well, um, on one of these bigger tournaments, I, I would suggest to stay away from it because I feel like one, it's just not as consistent generally, because it always kind of has that same weakness as, um, any Arceus deck does. If it doesn't get Arceus energy down its first turn, um, it could just be too slow. Uh, plus it just even with what it's supposed to do, it's just not good enough against the decks that it's supposed to do it against. Yeah. Cool. I mean, there's plenty of other decks that we can talk about that we have talked about in previous episodes. Um, but I think I'm going to stop it there because I think those are the big three that most people um, were interested in. I know we've already kind of talked about Reggie's in those matchups. So uh, I, I think generally Reggie's on my opinion, our stock is down. Um, but well, I, I I'm not I don't want to go into any more decks either. But I do want to like like I was looking in numbers, and I just want to give like a a quick take on on that condensing. Yeah, because uh I, I think Lost Zone Box and and Reggie's are the next like those are the next ones down in the lines that are are just seeing a lot of play because single prizers can kind of like hang with the uh, Lugia because you're forcing the the more turns like the oh i can do unlimited power with my uh, all my energy doesn't matter if you're only taking one prize and then you're losing a lugia or something like that 
um, they have a better chance. So I see that why they they may get played a lot a little bit more, and that's uh, that's it. But the the point the thing that I want to say just because I was the Palkia player in the room, but like Palkia has just dropped off the face of the earth. Like it's down under like uh, almost under Zorark numbers. Like it's just wow. uh, less than three percent of the tournaments so far. Uh, yeah, Kyrian just... Palka, Palka is a little bit more popular, but it's down there too, and uh, they're not doing well uh, either. Um, so it is a shame because Palkia is such a good deck um, in general, but it just doesn't feel good against uh, Lugia at all. I've I played it, I played that matchup on both sides, and it just it just feels so not necessarily guaranteed for Lugia, but it just feels like it. Palkia is in such a bad spot unless everything goes perfect for it. Yeah, and same thing with uh, Arceus. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, you always see him spattering in somewhere, but and really, I guess it's Duraludon at the moment. But uh, all of his other archetypes are just getting non-existent. Um, so uh, that's the only ADP things I to point out. Like those big <laughs> things that we've been. Uh, yeah, ADP getting pushed out. Um, so those big things that we've seen uh, do well, um, just uh, not uh, doing well at the moment. So right, right. Well, I mean, I think that was a good wrap up of you know what we've kind of seen at the one K, just kind of into the meta game. Um, you know, obviously it's still a young meta game. There's still decks that we might not be thinking of that might see um, success. I know there's been talk about control decks, maybe rearing its head out there obviously some single prizers um but you know uh it remains to be seen so we'll just uh kind of see how laic goes and we'll go from there yep with that being said let's jump into uh ptcgl uh it, it did drop this week on the 18th so we did have um some uh, we both had some interaction with with live um on at least both of us on mobile. I know I played uh, on on my PC as well. Um, I have some thoughts on it, uh, the good, the bad. Um, nothing super ugly about it as far as my end is concerned on uh, on the early go. Um, I know maybe some other people had some issues, but we'll start with you, Chuck. Um, you got your first taste of live. How did you feel about it? All right, so I have played mostly exclusively on mobile i have downloaded it for my computer but i'll be honest i have not sat my computer and played it when i can uh it's on my phone uh, i mean that is quintessentially was the biggest selling point for me now uh like a little bit of a downer is it like not completely optimized for a phone i guess right it it does the same i'm not gonna i'm not i'm not calling it a downer because it does the same thing every new video, like every new game I've put on a phone, it just uh, it it soaks battery, like it just eats it. Like and every time a game first releases, I feel like it always does that, and then they get better over time. Um, of however battery optimization works on a phone, they get it over time. Right. Uh, basically, I think they just want the game to run at first, and then they see what they can they can optimize it later. So that is really like my big negative. Um, and it's not really that big of a negative. The gameplay seems like uh seems good. 
Um, I can play, like, I kind of move around and play a little bit faster than the game can respond. Which, yeah, that's what I've noticed on my end, um, too. May, if they can tweak that and do that a little bit better, that, that's cool with me. Um, I know there was a lot of, like, on the release day, a lot of complaints about the slide and, like, slide select or whatever, like, you have the dragon select. Where I think that I think that's ultimately going to be a uh, a change thing that uh, people just have to get used to. I don't mind it as much because I think it'll eliminate kind of misclicking or selecting the wrong thing, um, and it's more of a, a much. It's not hard to slide real quick when you're using your finger on a phone. I could see it being annoying on a computer, but uh, when you're playing on your phone, it's not hard. Uh, it's very quick and easy, and um, it saves the like misclicks. I think, and it's just a different way of doing things that you just got to get used to. Because let's face it, we're all used to just clicking on stuff in PTCGO, so yeah. that was an option. So I think if you give it a month, you will get over it. Right. the 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 slide thing is not a big deal to me. I feel like the in game while you're playing your matchups, playing with the cards. I think it feels great. Um, generally, um, I actually I know some people felt like that, like the it was a little stale without you know the cards were shuffling or whatnot. I feel like it was completely fine there. Um, you know, it was pretty smooth. Uh, I had no issues with anything really, other than maybe it could go through its animations a little faster. Like you said, um, I feel like I can play faster than the game could just you know pump out you know the information or the 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 animations it's doing. Um, so the, the gameplay, I have no complaints there. Um, feels good. Um, the the menu uh, feels a little clunky and a little lagging, and I guess it's more so when you're creating your decks or or yeah. deck creation. It feels a little weird. Uh, although you still can port your, um, you know, a copy paste list from from PTCGO or from uh, from Limitless or wherever else you're going to get a, a deck list. You can still do that. Um, but it still feels a little clunky, especially if you're not mix and matching. And I, this is maybe something I got to just get over with a little bit of time. Um, but being able to add or subtract cards feels a little weird um, compared to how we're used to it. Um, so, again, um, that is probably the biggest negative I have of it so far. Um, but going into that, just as far as the dusting, I want to talk about the dusting. Um, it was pretty easy. Um, you just going into, um, you know, the deck creator, um, uh, being able to dust the cards, um, and, or create the cards at that point, because that's where you're you're doing it. And I feel like the values, um, are pretty okay. Um, again, it just depends. Um, I feel like you're gonna have a little bit less, like with PTG, PTCGO, you were I was able to hoard coins. And then open or you know use those coins at as at, at a drop of a set, and then you know hopefully open a bunch of stuff. You're not going to have as much of a buildup like you did on PTCGO, um, but I feel like the drop rates are fine, especially um, after getting one of my booster uh, or my ETBs full of codes that I scanned in. Um, I did notice like the rare cards, like Professor's Research, were like 100, 125. Uh, dust and you know that's pretty reasonable and i believe a v was like to to unlock or to to create out of dust it was like 750 and i believe v v max and v stars were like just over a thousand i think it was a thousand twenty five um 
So if you consider how many like rare cards you're going to like have multiples of throughout the, the history of you playing the game, I think um, you should be fine there. I don't know. It, it does it, it does feel like maybe in a year after it's this is exclusive, um, people that are not being diligent with their uh, collection of dust may run out. Um, but I feel like overall, I, the dusting feels good and it, it feels fair, at least first impressions yeah um i i think time will tell on that um i think uh it might be assuaged or like the amount of dust you need might be like softened with the the past because i mean i've gotten a lot of silver tempest stuff just from completing tears on that mm -hmm. um in terms of like dragos and lugias just given to you um for that so I did not relying on pulling them or creating them. Obviously, if you like, you want the deck, you got to go out and get it. Like you, you got to create it. But yeah. you can spend a day or two and earn it, and not have to use your, your credits on that. So that's another, that might yeah. be a, that's like that's a, a, a little bit of a a way to make sure your credits go the the longest mile. Um, uh, but. Uh, I also think the pull, like the pull, like the pull rates do feel a little bit better. I don't, I don't know if that's I, actually I say, like. I didn't open many packs. I found out that I had some prizes on RK nine, so I was like, "That's ah, it. I'll throw them in the live. See, let me open some packs." Yeah, I think I still have that. Some I didn't that I need to like, do. <laughs> so, and then I realized I think I got more pulls out of the like the twenty packs that I opened of Silver Tempest from those prizes. Um. Than I have did with like the booster box of codes that I had like the put in on PTCGO. Like right. I just got like actual hits, like uh, things like that. I and I can just like sit there for you know, I can just remember sitting there on PTCGO going, Oh, look at that. Look, I have 10 uh, these uh, new two regular non hollow cards already. Right. Like, and I'm only 15 packs in, or you know, just dumb, dumb amounts of like not useful cards. So, when you're opening the packs on live, it also is like, oh, how much dust am I going to get? Especially after you start opening things. So, it's kind of a fun thing. Um, and I, you I can do. open like 10 packs and like all simultaneously. So, it's not like tedious as far as that if you're not caring um, about watching yeah. that animation all the time. So, it is nice that well, you can speed run through those packs open. Yeah, you can. Openings. You can ultimately speed run and just go give me 10 packs worth of stuff now and then you can like just click through each card and just still open each pack individually and feel like the joy of opening that right that hit but then like you can speed run the rest like i i, I know what this looks like you know what i mean right right yeah I, I overall i feel like the game is passing for me i know you know that some people don't like the um you know the avatar or some of the animations which is it is what it is i i, I I can care less as long as the game is smooth and it plays good. Um, and so far, so good on my end. Well, see, I, I, I've taken everyone's like hate from avatars and I just go, I don't know why you would expect anything besides dumb and cheesy from a Pokemon game. Like, because an, a six or a seven year old has to like this. So they're going to like dumb and cheesy avatars that you can right. uh, customize. Um, it's like, across all of the, the games right I, if anything i like so, I, 
I want more customization. We're not just the avatar. They we need the avatar to have a, a room worth of like trophy cases or or decorations. We need yeah, that in I, life, I mean, for sure. We're not gonna get Skyrim customization of our avatar. It's just gonna be dumb cheap. Look at my Pikachu hat that I have on. Right. But <laughs> I will agree with people that complain about animations and things not like feeling like they have weight or or stuff like that. Um I agree with that because for a newer aged game um, and a client, they have a lot of, I feel like they have a lot of room to be creative with attacks and such. And I know there's a lot of interactions mm -hmm. with uh, Pokemon abilities and attacks and things like that. But like Rapid Strike Urshifu's attack with G-Max Rapid Flow feels very like, oh, I just did my big attack like it just like not yeah not doesn't feel good uh i remember eerie beam used to feel awesome when you did it and now it's just like little tens pop up everywhere like no big like not like like seven dings or anything it's just 10 everywhere and you're just yeah. like thing but that's where like if you played any other trading guard game client nowadays they would have an animation behind it like you would you would see a beam emanate from the card and it would interact right, with everything right. you're and not wrong that's there. where I... that's where they have room to do this and that's where i think everyone's kind of like why aren't you doing any of it it's kind of like this is all just bare bones uh like give me like bare bones like yes the damage is there now not there's no like pizzazz to anything and you can really do it um hopefully i'm gonna hope that that comes with time and be that they only have like standard stuff in the deck in the game right now they're just this wasn't <laughs> ready for release a year ago and it's still not ready for like an actual like we've got all the cards in here ready for release like uh, as it is and they're yeah. just gonna add that stuff down the line but i don't think pokemon's gonna stop printing cards so they're gonna catch up real quick. <laughs> I so. agree. It, it could be worse. It could be Pokemon Scarlet and Violet and have so many bugs and things just <laughs> going awry graphically. There, uh, not even the graphics, just the the crazy funny videos I've seen uh, throughout this weekend on Twitter uh, or or Facebook or any of these other places. Uh, seeing that that one random uh, guy just casually walk through Pokemon battles in, in multiple different scenes. Um, pretty funny. So at least we're not seeing anything like that. Yeah. I, yeah. And I, yeah, it's not as buggy as some people say. I mean, it certainly probably still has its issues, but I feel like they just aren't being there. Like no one's trying to be creative with it, like uh, behind the, the, the attacks and everything like that right like again i think the the team that's currently working on it was trying to fix you know the the issues of the predecessors that are working on it um now that they have a working version maybe they can start pizzazzing it like you said yeah so one last thing i want to talk about live and then we can jump off uh, into our uh trivia and stuff um i know a lot of people asked you know I don't want to go on live because I'm I'm scared that I'll accidentally merge my account. Um, and and I just want to say, you know, as somebody that had that kind of worry jumping on there, they make it very, very apparent. Um, do you want to merge your account? And yes or no, 
big red button. Um, very hard to avoid. Double, uh, so double confirmation. Double confirmation. So if you are s- skeptical and you're not willing or ready to make the changeover, especially with uh, uh, team team challenge qualifiers and all that stuff, um, it's very easy to avoid it. Uh, and it's another, I guess, a point on that is. Uh, especially if you're trying to get Lugias, uh, we're seeing pack like for on PTCGO getting a Lugia, uh, like a V star is like 50 packs or so. Um, it's so much easier to acquire the Lugia deck on live, uh, right now. You just for logging in or signing up or whatever, you get a 2 2 line off the bat. And then obviously, we already talked about the dusting conversion rates, um, still pretty reasonable, especially if you have. Um, some code cards saved up like I did, or even just playing like Chuck said um, on the ladder or through ranked, um, you'll get there sooner rather than later. And I think it's actually a faster path to Lugia um, on live than it is on PTCGO. Oh yeah, definitely. I think you get a two, two line after you win like two games play. I don't even think of the win. I think you just play yeah two games. I know and... I was stuck playing with Zashi and Zamazenta as my first game. I'm like, huh? This game is like a, a blast from the past. Yeah. I, I honestly think I played one game with that and I happened to win. And then I unlocked Lugia. And it was now I unlocked it and then you get like a bare bones and you work with it. I mean, if you just want to work up up to the I mean, you're not going to unlock like the list that someone used in a tournament. You're going to get like a bare bones. You can work with it, but you get reps with seeing how it works. The main combo is there. You get yep. two Leos, two V stars, and you get the arch shops. So you get the the reps and seeing how and what you need in the deck to get arch shops into this card, Lugia V stars active, blah blah blah. Um, and then you just tailor the deck as you go, and you unlock more cards as as it is, and you can get reps. And then once you climb high enough in the ladder, you'll start seeing a lot more of created like tournament where ready decks. Uh, and you're not playing against everyone using the free decks. Um, right. So Exactly. So highly suggest jumping over. Not as bad as I anticipated after, you know, what the community was saying. Um, so jump on over. Yeah. And if you have any time to play the game on on your phone, like you just, you're just unlocking stuff eventually that you can still migrate over and it'll merge them two together. So you'll get Lugias and then you'll have them. And then you'll merge your PTCGO account over, and then you'll still have Lugias. Right. It's not like one's going to replace the other; they're going to coincide, um, and 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 live in harmony from then on. Hundred <laughs> percent. All right, Chuck. I think that's enough about life. I think that was a, a great discussion, a, a great first feel. Um, but it's time to jump into our fun middle of the show uh, shenanigans and let's get into some trivia. It's time for trivia, trivia, trivia. I believe this week we are going to do uh, a trivia battle. Yes, it's going to be a trivia battle um, because we're going to it's going to be a kind of a twofold battle where we're going to do the um I have 10, like I said, uh, and then I'll hopefully Chuck has 10 and not beyond that and see, you know, apples to apples. Whoever wins will get a first round pick because we're going to be doing another LAIC draft. Uh, so winner gets first choice in the draft. Yes. 
So and I have a it, feeling you're gonna trivia tr- has stuff on the line. I think you're gonna trounce me today. Um, my mind's not super fresh, um, especially after today's crazy day at work, then straight into projects at home. Um, like I said, I didn't even know if I was going to be able to do this. So just a, a little bit of an excuse just ahead of time if I lose. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, you want to start us off uh, as far as reading the questions and then uh, we'll go from there. Yeah, I'll give you my my we'll do. I'll give you my speed lightning round first. Um, so uh, I'm copying your game uh, because but I'm I'm, I'm doing. It's 10 Pokemon. There are attacks or abilities. Um, so I'm going to just, I'm going to read you one and you got to give me the Pokemon name. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly have no idea if you have used any of these yet. So hopefully I've picked some that you haven't. I may have. Yeah, I might have picked some of them today as well. We might have double dip. We don't know. We did not um, collaborate on this uh, ahead of time. So I have 10, and then uh, I got to put a timer. We'll do a minute on the clock. Um, Let me get that ready to go. And are you ready? Go for it. All right. Hustle Bark. Pass. Miracle Body. Pass. Ball Search. Uh, um, yamper. Malevolent charge. Jeez, um, that's uh Articuno. Uh, enthusiastic dance. Uh, I see his name. Um, uh, ding Oracorio. Additional order. Pass. Powerful needles. I don't know. Pass. Lesson in zeal. These are not easy ones. Jeez, Louise, Chuck. I have no idea. Pass. This is <laughs> Moon to be... watching party. Uh, uh, Clefairy. Solar evolution. Uh, Soul rock. Okay. You are a cheater. Those were not easy ones, and you can uh, name I'm them, gonna... and I'm going to still say those were not easy. For, I want for a minute. Hear, oh my gosh! I, I want to hear oh how clear did, because I am I am fairly certain that all of these are very popular cards. Incorrect. I'm going to name them. So hustle bark. Do we have wait? But do we have any crossovers? I didn't hear any. No. Okay. All right. So I want to know how Twitter did, and anyone listening, let me know if you thought my ten were really hard. But for a one-minute timer, it's definitely too hard. <laughs> Hustle Bark is Mighty Hina, the the single prize Mew counter. Sure. Uh, Miracle Body is Mill Tank. Okay. Uh, Ball Search is one that you got correct, and that's Yamper. Uh, Malevolent Charge is uh, Moltres, not Articuno. Oh, that's right. So I got going... the numbers wrong again. I'm good. I'm great with that Pachirisu. Uh, enthusiastic dance is Ludicolo for the extra hundred. Oh, damn it. Yeah, you, you're right. You're right. Additional order is uh, Alcremi because you knew I was going to throw at least one of my favorites in there. Um, Maractus was uh, Powerful Needles is the uh, 
is Maractus. That's too. That one was way too hard for a one minute. Uh, go that was for. that was my hard one. That no, was, get out of here. In, no, lesson yeah. in Those, the one that I missed. The one, the one that I missed. Yeah, the Oracorio. I should I should have. No, I got Oracorio. But the 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 Valerian no, bird the I missed. Oracorio on Ludicolo. Either way, those ones are fine. But the first three. Were, no, the first three were bad. Bad. Just get out. <laughs> Solar evolution was another hard one. That skip loom. Yeah. You had to have Wait, why in the world would you pick that? Like, who would know skip loom? In, in a you had to get out of here. The, the, you're, you're, the you're, double you're attacking. Get, get, get the double. Get, get. I can't even remember what the third evolution is. Uh, yeah, exactly. I don't even know what off. a skip loom looks like. Deck. No, those were not easy. Uh, you missed fight. the spirit of the game. No, you missed the spirit of the game. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, you ready for yours? I the am... true. The true easy ones to grab. Um, so this is this is uh, you know what the game is intended for. But you ready to go? Yep, I am ready. Underworld door. Shadow Rider Calyrex. Subspace swell. Palkia. Feel the way. You're making it too easy. <laughs> Wait, what was that? Feel the way. Feel the way, feel the way. I, I actually don't know the past. Uh, Max Victory. That's uh, Victini. Max Anchor. The uh, Delmise. Star Kronos. Uh, the Dialga V Star. Battle Sense. That's Charizard. Mysterious Tale. Mew. Gorman dies. Snorlax. Sudden Cyclone. Oh, Tornadus goes down. And Feel the way. And that's Feel time. the way. Uh, yeah. I don't know. All eight, grade eight, meta meta cards that are that's supposed to be the way. <laughs> you cheated. I, I, you can have first pick. That's fine. I'll still beat you in the draft. <laughs> <laughs> I, you see, you see the difference that between I picked, my questions and yours. <laughs> the only card that I picked that like doesn't see any kind of play is Yamper, and that's the one you got white, the right. No, the other ones were not nearly as is is you've missed the spirit of the game. We'll see. What do you, what does everybody think? You think Chucks for a one minute timer were were a little too difficult, um, or am I just that bad? We'll see. I don't know. I we'll see. Someone tell me if I if I put it on super hard mode, then I will tell I'm not it down. saying they're super hard mode. I just say um for the for the quick the quickness of the the questions, they need to be the 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 low hanging fruit. You did not pick the low hanging fruit. You picked the middle of the rung, which I probably could have got if it was one of those, you know, in, in a like a normal trivia. Okay. I All right, missed. that is fine. I'm I'm done complaining at Chuck for making it on hard mode. <laughs> All right, so uh, does that make it uh, random card madness time? Then it sure does. Random card madness. Get the uh, set list there. The random card madness number generator up here. So uh, we have. 
1 through 195 to generate again. And we've got card 138. Card 138 is, all right, we're not going to do 138. That, that's Lugia V. I think we all can see <laughs> that Lugia V is fun. playable. Do we really no. need to do <laughs> no, a random card madness? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> We've talked about Lugia. So we're going to go back to the number. <laughs> yeah, uh, save four, keep them. Uh, you know, use the keep Lugia V. It's a playable card. Lugia V uh, came out. We need to go down that road. We, we will generate a different. That was the low-hanging fruit. See, Lugia comes to my rescue with the low-hanging fruit. Now we're going to find the Chuck version, and it's the obscure card that nobody knows about. <laughs> yes. Okay, so we have uh, everyone's favorite uh, uh, evolution line. So we drew uh, card number 37, which is Whalmer. Uh but we can't talk about Wilmer without talking about Waylord. Um, so as my computer loads Whaler, uh, but Wilmer is uh, 110 HP as gulp down. Um, you heal this Pokemon from the same amount of damage you did your opponent's active Pokemon, so 30, and then a 60 at, uh, attack. But the real reason why you play Wilmer is because you play Waylord. So the stage one uh 200 hp single prize pokemon um with an ability and an attack the ability is jumbo sized this pokemon takes 30 less damage from attacks after applying weakness and resistance and one attack uh costing four energy which is three water and one colorless special wave uh, it's 120 plus. If this Pokemon has any special energy attached, this attack does 120 more damage. It's obviously weak to lightning. It has no resistance and a good old retreat of four. Right. So how is how is single single prize Waylord? Is it playable? I mean, competitively, I no. A, I'm not uh, answering this deck. I mean, competitively, no, I don't anticipate ever seeing this Waylord or Whalmer deck uh, see any substantial play um, for fun on the ladder, for fun at locals. Um, I know I saw Tricky Jim make a, a deck uh, and a video against uh, for this. Um, it seems pretty fun. Um, it could catch people off guard. It could, you know, it can do things. Uh, Waylord is a fan favorite. Uh, so, you know, people are going to have fun playing that. But as far as competitive wise, I'd. No, I don't think you're, we're ever going to see this at a regional level. I could be wrong, but uh, what say you? Uh, I I lost to this on PTCGL, so it is a deck that can be played. So, is it a competitive <laughs> card? I will agree with you, Jake. This is not something that you're going to go. We're not we're not sitting here going Waylord meta inbound, but uh, if you want to build a deck for some fun that isn't uh like hot garbage and can play against any deck we talk about. Uh, Waylord is one of those cards. Sure. Um, so it does a good amount of damage. It has a good amount of health and is uh, with Frostmoth is the, uh, the engine to use uh, fairly 
easy to charge up and keep on hitting. Right. So, uh, yeah, uh, again, um, seems like a fun deck, but uh, time will tell. I'll, I'll maybe invest some time after uh, Toronto regionals. Yeah, yeah, see, uh, maybe if you guys have like a single price format, Waylord might might be fun. Not necessarily like I'm not talking GLC, just like straight single prizers, something like yeah. that. But um, right. yeah, so that was a, a a fun double dip into the random card madness since we had Lugia to start and then Waylord after. But uh, uh, we can move on. It is time now to uh, hear a word from our sponsors. The Pittsburgh Pokemon Podcast is brought to you by Sports Car Junction. Located in the North Hills of Pittsburgh, Sports Car Junction is a one-stop shop for players and collectors with a wide variety of singles, supplies, packs, and boxes available in-store and online at sportscarjunction.com. Don't forget to check out our weekly league Mondays at 6 p.m. All right, and we are back. And after every break, it is time to get into the news. And starting off with the news, uh, we got to talk about giveaways. Yep, yep. So we're doing, like we've been saying the last two weeks, uh, it's our second month of giveaways. Um, Just giving a code out each week. Uh, You need two of four um, to be entered into the giveaway. And we've already had a great response so far. Uh, So we're going to just keep this going um, and get another keyword of the day. Um, and I figured, you know, with all these new cards coming out, um, we've kind of already played that, um, you know, that game where we're picking a lot of the new stuff. Um, and with Superior coming out, uh, you know, and that alt art is is awesome. And that's, you know, anybody that knows me, Rosa is my favorite, um, you know, trainer. And grass cards and, and grass. Well, either way, <laughs> uh, but my, but this is a great time. <laughs> to you know pick rosa as 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 the keyword right uh, i was trying to find an excuse to pick her yeah, as one yeah. so rosa is this week's uh keyword of the of the week um to be entered into a free etb yes yes so like all like we've been doing uh get that keyword which is rosa uh and then message either Myself at Watch Whimsy or Jake at Pinux One or even the pod itself at Pit Pokey Pod on Twitter. That keyword and you get yourself entered in. And as like we mentioned, as long as you have two of those four at the end of the month, you could win a free ETB mailed to your house, free cards. Right. Yep. So yep. Keyword again, Rosa. And thank you everybody for continuing playing the playing our game with us. So as we talk about free cards, we're going to talk the big news is, and this is. I'm excited for this news. Yeah, this is exciting for me. So Um, so with with the the uh, the launch of prize packs coming back to uh, Pokemon leagues, and we also. So those have been launched. Those are going to be giving out to leagues and they're getting sent out now because we have our first look at what's inside of these uh, prize packs as mm-hmm. they go by. This is series one. So uh, 
It is a uh, a six a five card pack plus an energy. Um, so it's five additional cards and an energy, and um, they are seem to be breaking down of uh, a rare like so kind of like a similar pack breakdown. You get an energy, you can get a rare your rare slot. You have a hollow slot that could right. be also a rare. Um, and then you have, have three like non hollow slots. Um, and then so you can they can contain V's, V maxes. Um, uh, like I said, the basic energy. Uh, and then they have special hollow versions. So you can get hollow versions of cards that are originally not hollow. So the big one we see in the breakdowns is you can get a hollow switch. Yes. Um, and then uh, like a hollow fog crystal, a hollow, I think I've seen an air balloon. Um, and path then, to the peak. Like, is the path to the peak hollow too? Or there's, there's a hollow no, path, no, path, path to the peak. peak. Yeah, there's a hollow path to the peak, um, which is not, like, these are the regular art versions of them, but just like hollow rare. And, and with the, the play Pokemon uh, League stamp, which is yeah, awesome. The, I love stamp cards. I love stamp cards. Yeah, these, all these cards are stamped no matter what, even the Vs and the V Maxes. Even the and energies. Then you can get not, uh, not hollow or uh, non hollow rares of cards that were originally hollow, like a Gorman Dye Snorlax or an, uh, the Raptor Strike Octillery. Um, things like that so they can i mean those will also be kind of rare because you can't get them that way um and the energies um are either rare or they are either hollow or not hollow so and they're stamped either way but you can get hollow energies 100 percent. i i'm excited for this this is um very exciting. Uh, very, uh, I, like I said, I love stamp cards. And it, it's also just great for the community to kind of welcome back um, officially to local play um, and, and maybe entice people to come back in um, and, and play if they haven't been um, with these stamp cards. Because, you know, ultimately we're in a, in a, a collecting trading card game um, and getting cards that you can only get at league play. Um, it makes it kind of special. You can't get that these out of like normal packs anywhere else. Um, so it's definitely sought after for, you know, a collector like myself. Yeah. Um, we will, I am interested to see how, like how, how these are like, how they're getting distributed to um, each person. I imagine it's some, on per, some sort of participation, but benefit or uh, like showing up and you get one, not like, uh, just purely winning or something like that. So, um, just curious to see how how many a store gets, so they how how long they can hand them out. So, but that is the big news for this week. Um, nothing else really going on except for uh, our big topic. Laic is coming up. Let's get into the meat of this episode's conversation. Um, new cards and, you know, same old, not same old players. There's a lot of new blood, but um, um, a lot of fun stuff to talk about here. Um, we've already kind of done a breakdown of the list, so we're not really going to go into list breakdowns anymore. 
Um, right now, um, as I kind of spoiled before we did our trivia game, um, we're going to do a LAIC draft. I know we did one for Worlds. Um, and we need to put something on the line here. And we actually did not talk about what we're going to put on the line here. Um, so how it works is we're each going to draft five players. Um, we'll have a points breakdown similar to what we did last time on Worlds. And then depending on how many points our team puts up, we'll either win or lose um, our head-to-head matchup here for LAIC based off of our players that we drafted. Um, but Chuck... I have an idea of what we should do for the loser. Um, a certain Riley um, might, I, I might. have a different idea because I okay, really don't okay. want to put Riley on the line. <laughs> you really <laughs> just don't want. Okay. What's your idea? What's your idea? <laughs> I was going to say a loser. Uh, we, we have to, I was going to say we put a Pokemon. Uh, the, the winner gets to pick a Pokemon that the opponent has to put in their deck. And a forum. I don't, I don't, I, whether you want to say it's the, like, the main focus of the deck, or it just had, like, you have to have, like, a, like, if I said, I'm just going to throw out, like, as an example, like, Schmeargle, like, I don't know if you have to run four of them, but there, there has to be Schmeargles in the deck. Okay, that, that, that sounds fair to me. Um, Give me a second to think of what I want to get, uh, make you play with. But um, yeah, I'm cool with that. Um, but uh, while we kind of figure out what we're going to punish one another for, um, let's go ahead and jump into the draft. Um, you won trivia, even though you kind of rigged it on yourself, throwing uh, hard ones while I gave you softballs. Um, I will give you first pick. Uh, you know, no, no bitterness here. Uh, not at all. Um, but Chuck, LAIC, who's your top pick uh i'm not gonna beat around the bush on this one i'm gonna go with the guy who does really 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 well in ics i'm just gonna take azul off the table right now i had a feeling you'd pick azul a uh, solid pick um you know obviously azul is one of the best players in the world um but i wasn't even gonna go with him uh this time around if um if I, I had first pick, I, I have a ring. I actually have three and I, I'm just trying to think of myself. Which one are you going to take if I you know pass up? Um, but, you know, I'm going to go with who at least won me our last one for Worlds. And I'm going to go Isaiah Bradner. Uh, all right. Um, I am... Trying to think who else is I'm guaranteed I'm pretty sure it's going. Um I'm going to I, I, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure Alex is going. I'm gonna take Alex Shemansky. I think he has another good like he had in Warsaw. I think Warsaw guaranteed he was stipend to go yeah, to LAX. Yeah. I had a feeling so, you were gonna pick him another solid pick. He's a great player. Um always top top. Um, and I have two again that I, I, I'm, I have that I want to pick simultaneously. Um, but I have a feeling you're, you're, you might be forgetting one of them over the other. Um, so my next pick is going to be Tord Recklive. Um, obviously a lot of people consider him the best player in the world. Obviously he's already won a regionals this year. He's won ICs in the past. He's just a solid, solid player. Um, and 
Yeah. So nothing else to say there. I got I I got toured. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh that's a good one. Um I'm trying to now this is the thing I did uh totally forgot to do when we did worlds was look at the players from other areas I'm not familiar with. Right. And I'm trying to think of like LAIC, so there's Brazilians, and I'm trying to think of who's top Brazilian player. And I can't think of one off the top of my head. Um now I know I can't remember if Pedro is from Brazil or not. I think he's from Spain. Pedro Torres. I mean, either way, I think he's still probably gonna go, but I I, I think he's gonna go, but I'm definitely gonna take him here. I'm gonna, you're gonna I'm, take I'm Pedro. Gonna, I'm gonna take Pedro. I mean, solid pick. Uh, and I, with your with your thought process, I thought you were gonna steal my player. Um, and I'm glad, but I'll, let me put this. Uh, <laughs> uh, let me put this down here so I have it um, on for your pick. Um, but the player you were thinking of uh, in South America that is, I believe, a two-time uh, LAIC uh, champion is Gustavo Wada. Um, and that's who my next pick yeah. was. And I swear to God, I thought you were going to steal him from me. But uh, Gustavo Wada is is my next pick, and I cannot believe I got him at pick three. Yeah, that's probably uh, who I was thinking of. Not that I, I'm, I'm happy with uh, – uh, yeah, Sanichi, great player. He just he just yeah, won a regional. I, I, just, I, just... I think uh, I think I just picked Sanichi up. Well, I think I just had the wrong idea in in uh, in taking Sanichi. I think he's. I, think, I don't think he's. I'm gonna have to look it up. Right. Um. So I have to pick pick number four. Um. All right. Uh. So. Uh, I gotta take a shuffle slot guy. I'm gonna take uh, Cal Connor. He's got to go. That solid pick, um, hundred percent. So, um, I'm gonna go another shuffle squatter. Um, is you know, uh, Zach Lesage, another great player. You know, Players Cup two champion, uh, multiple time. You know, making cut. Uh, so Zach Lesage is my next. And your last pick. I don't. Um, I don't know if he's going. Uh, it's hard because, like, we don't know necessarily that any of these players are going to go or not. Um, you know, as a top player, some, some I know people who I want to take. Who I think's going to do. I know who I want to take. Who I think's going to do well because he's been doing well with Mew. Like, I, I I'm going to just talk out loud. I kind of want to take Riley from tag team because he's been killing it with Mew. And it's kind of like a good time from the shine. I just can't remember hearing him if he's going to go to LAIC or not. I can't remember because he. I don't. I don't think he. Well, hit is the that top whole? Six. Is that whole like group from Columbus even going? So I was like, is Riley going? Yeah, is, well, that's, is, that's is JW is like is is Mahone and all that? Well, I, don't, I, know, I don't know JW. Not. I I've been listening to the pod and I can't remember if I remember saying it. Riley was going to or not so i'm gonna have to pick he's gonna be my my uh sixth man out um i am going to take um 
I'll take Sand. I want to take Sander because it, it's control might do well, but I don't know if he's going either. I think he mm-hmm. is. Uh, I, I, and I kind of was going to pick him next. <laughs> so you kind of stole it from me. So now I'm kind of <laughs> scrambling um, to pick somebody because uh, I was on a one track mine. Um, I don't. This uh, I don't know if this one's going or not. Um, all right, I, I'm not 100 sure if he's going. Um, I I, but I'm gonna take a limb because I think this player is always on the cusp cusp of doing really well and breaking through. And I know from some of their tweets, just going into the Silver Tempest, they 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 have an answer for Lugia. Um, and it says uh, Lugia is gonna have to recover after what he does to them. Uh, and that's the one and only Jake Gearhart. Ah, yes. I don't know 100% if he's going. I'm going on a limb here, but. Uh... Well, I think I did too with with, uh, with Sander because I'm not sure he's going either. Um, he's not. I mean, obviously, he's a top player. He does crazy things, but that doesn't land him in the top of the leaderboards for stipends, which people you know. Uh, will be going. Um, so, right. Yeah, we'll see. All right. We shall see. Do you have a um, a card you want to punish me with if I lose? I, I I figured out what I want to punish you with. You said Pokemon. This is technically a Pokemon. Uh, um. Do I have one offhand that you want to punish me with? I'll no, just tell I, you this. Say, if you, you lose first. if you lose, this is not necessarily a Pokemon, but it's part of a Pokemon line. Uh you must play with unidentified fossil. <laughs> That's barely a Pokemon. It is still technically a Pokemon and you're playing with unidentified uh, barely fossil. a Pokemon. <laughs> uh, Make an Archaeops rare candy on an unidentified fossil. That there you go. I could, but I will probably do something different. So, fine. Unidentified fossil. I will make sure there is fossils in my deck. So, I am trying to think of Pokemon that isn't that crazy. Um, So, if I win, you will have to make sure that you have... Uh, I'm going to go with a Magikarp in your deck. A Magikarp? Shoo! I'll make it work. All right. I'm all writing this down. So just in case uh, any, you know, we, we know what we're, we're getting into here. All right. Uh, I guess a little side tangent when we were doing a little research for, um, for the Pokemon, you know, for our draft here, um, went on the Pokemon.com and and clicked into the Pokemon TCG's Masters, and I was this is for play Pokemon on Pokemon Live. Somehow I managed to get in the top thirty-seven because uh, I'm I'm tied for thirty-seventh at nineteen points on on uh, on TCG Live. So I can't believe I see my name anywhere near the top of the list, even though most players aren't on live yet. Still doesn't matter. Feels good. 
Yeah, I don't know what I don't know how you collect play points at the moment. I mean, um, you just keep playing are, on the ladder, on the rank ladder. Uh, I know I started off on. A, I started off on a tear. Um, I think I've played like twenty-seven games and I've won twenty-five of them. Um, some of them were rather easy, um, just because you know a lot of people don't have full decks on there right now. Um, so I don't know. Uh, that might just be a fluke, but still. Feels kind of fun. That <laughs> kind of made my day. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. So let's you're, let's. <laughs> you're 37th in the in the world and 25th now, in the U.S. Now I feel like I need to play some more live right now so I can climb this dang leaderboard. <laughs> Especially yeah, how everybody else well, is distracted going works. to LAIC. I'm just gonna get play and play and play and play, and then I'm gonna be up there. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's let's end this off with some hot takes on LAIC and anything else um, we, we kind of predict. Uh, I told you before the, the podcast to come up with a couple hot takes of what you think are you're going to see here at LAIC. Um, and so what do you think is going to what do you think you're going to see or or something that you might people might not anticipate? Um, see success, players, decks, tech cards, um, anything. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry, I got distracted again. <laughs> I had to know what play points were. I had to know what that how you were accumulating so many play points. It has because nothing to do with live. <laughs> how? What does it do? You are uh, you are a man of many events. You get play points for going to league nights, events, league sessions, all kinds of stuff. So you are uh, oh. you are an avid poker player. I am an avid poker player that usually feels like I, I feel like I finish towards the top at least every every week. So it's nothing to do with live then. Yep. Yeah, guess that makes me feel worse then because I thought it was live and I'm like, oh, let's go. All right. All right. What was your question now, sir? <laughs> As I've waylaid this podcast off of this tangent now. So let's. <laughs> Okay. Uh, the the question was hot takes. Uh, anything that you think that um you, you might see success, won't see success, players, cards, tech cards, um, any hot takes out there? Uh, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the scorching hot take that Lugia will do well. So, That's not super this... hot take. Although I'm going to say <laughs> Lugia will be fifty percent of the top sixteen. Fifty percent of the top sixteen. Fifty percent okay, of the top. That, yes, I'm going to say. Yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb and call fifty percent, fifty plus percent, um, at at the top sixteen. All right, uh, I will actually give a hot take. I will say that Lugia doesn't win this tournament. No, you're wrong. Lugia wins, and not that it's a big hot take, but I think Lugia wins with the consistency build over the amazing rare build. I think. I think uh, Zashi or uh, Lugia by itself with some healing options and just consistency wins the day. I, I think Lugia does not does well, but Lugia does not win this tournament. And someone wins this tournament with a deck we haven't seen yet. Okay, so another one. And after just kind of theory crafting with you this weekend on the car ride back with some rants. Um, depending on the Lugia deck, if you don't see a lot of of Stoutland V, I think there are two single prize decks 
you might be mad at me for bringing one of them up, but two single prize decks that might see a resurgence in play and do well. And one I brought up, one you brought up. So I think that um, that Luna, Lunatone Soul Rock might actually do better now um, in this current meta uh, because there's a, just a, the damage is there against the Lugias a little easier than they were against VMAXs. Um, and and Lugia doesn't typically play like a big a big charm, so there's a little less um, uh, in the way there. Um, so I feel like it's in a pretty good spot. Uh, there's a little less snipe there. I mean, obviously, um, Lost Box Zone can beat it, um, probably should beat it. Uh, but if Lost Box doesn't see a lot of play, um, but the second single prize deck that I actually, um, after talking to you and just kind of like theorycrafting in my head, um, Rapid Strike Malamar it, with the addition of the Curlio line, uh, being able to, um, you know, replace the Mancino Sencino line um, and give the deck a backup attacker um, uh, instead of just um, instead of just the Malamars um, might be playable. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I know you've tested a little bit and it's felt pretty good to you. Yeah, I've actually been playing that a little bit because Malamar was one of the ones that they kind of give you in life. Um, but uh, I had the inkling. I was like, I looked at Malamar and I was like, I guess maybe I need to take this apart because it rotates. And I was like, what rotates out of this? And I was like, the main thing is really Mancino. And we just got uh, Grillia. And then I was like, well, Grillia is a psychic Pokemon. And I use Fog Crystals. And it is actually a whole lot easier to get uh, set up with the Corellias than it is the Sanchinos. Because you have two more outs to cards that search for um, basically the Ralphs and the the Corellias. Um, well, not the Corellias, just the Ralphs, but the with the Fog Crystal. Because you don't play Quick Balls. You don't discard random cards for no reason. Um, and then you still get the trade ability that make do to turn one card into hopefully two Rapid Strike cards. Uh, the big thing that that opens actually up, though, um, which... One could use Gardevoir, and like uh, you can see two cards, and you might get a, a, a niche backup attacker um, as well. Um, but you, you can also use the Gallade, uh, the Buddy Catch Gallade, uh, with just a one of, and that just is a supporter. And that what that actually did was just guarantee ambition every turn. Um, so as, as long as you attack with Malamar, you're getting eight new cards every turn. So it really is a little bit more consistent. So it really could uh, Dark Horse out of nowhere uh, because I've been playing it a little bit and it's a lot easier. I've, I've had a lot easier of time getting to 280 um, than I did before. Right. Right, I, I think I think the deck has a chance to see a little bit of a resurgence. So let's see if you know one of these top players take a chance on it, um, just to keep people you know on their toes. Uh, so we shall see. Yeah. All right. I guess my last uh, hot take on 
you know, things that may or may not see success. I think Reggie's falls off a cliff and doesn't see any success, really. I think all the top players will be off of it, and I don't see um, more than a small handful may cut. Hey, I, I just I think a small handful will make cut, but those small handful that make cut are preying on Lugias. You say that, but Lugia has a good matchup against it because it has a lot of outs. I know there's weakness, um, but we still have uh, Manaphy Dunsparce. Uh, we still have um, other ways to favorably trade against it with the one prize versions. Um, you can still potentially take, um, you know, multiple knockouts if you set the board state up. Um, and, and a lot of Lugia players are playing Collapse Stadium. Collapse Stadium and sometimes text to keep that Collapse Stadium play with the um, the Dialga, I believe. Um, but uh, there, you know, there's there's also lots of other tech cards um, that that can be slotted into to Lugia if Lugia is that concerned with it. Um, so I just I just don't think weakness is relevant enough for for the Reggies to do well consistently against Lugia, especially if people are going to respect it. And I think people are going to respect it right now because it's been on a, such a high tear um, that it's going to just, you know, you know, fall off a cliff because it's on everybody's radar right now. Um, will that change in the future? Maybe, uh, probably. But um, as of now, I just feel like it's, it's just not in a good spot. I can. You've convinced me. Actually, <laughs> you've you've changed my mind. I think Reggie's are going to fall off a cliff. I don't know why I didn't want them. I want them to fall off a cliff. I want the, everyone to take their Reggie's and put them in the fireplace and go get rid of them. I hate that deck. So, yeah, I'm okay with that. So Right. I mean, I still think it's a solid deck, and I think it will still see success in the future, just not this weekend. Yeah. All right. Uh, any other hot takes there for for you, Chuck? I, uh, not really. Um, my whole take. Well, I I I think Lucia is going to dominate the meta. I think that's not really that. Uh, that's not really a hot take. But Lucia is going to dominate. Uh, Lucia is not going to win. And uh, if it's not some random new deck, I have a think. I have a feeling it's going to be some sort of creation. That we haven't seen, but maybe uh, I, I'm being too creative. If not, I actually think Mew will win. Another. There's a good chance. I think it's it's think definitely the second best. Shot. I think it's the second best deck, and it's it's not in the position where people are hunting it necessarily. Um, people are more hunting for those Lugias. Uh, I just feel like Lugia Mew matchup. I think it's still just favored for Lugia generally, unless you know Mew has that god turn, uh, turn one going second. Um, but that also depends if Lugia has two down. If he still has two, uh, Lugias on the bench, uh, it doesn't matter if you gust one up, um, because you're still probably going to trade with it favorably. Because after it takes that knockout, it's going to have a hard time going through the other Lugia, plus the one prizers. So. We'll see. Um, I mean, I'm not 100% sure, but I, I feel like uh, Lugia so far, in my experience, has been favored in that matchup. Yeah, we shall see. Yep. Um, and so the last la last hot take I have, um, I guess, um, and I want yours too. Um, you just got to pick a winner. Who wins LAIC this this year? The player 
or just deck? one player? One player, and what deck are they playing? I'm going to go... Uh, I have no idea what deck they're going to play. Um... I'll go. I mean, I just said Mew's going to win. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go Cal Connor with Mew. Solid choice. I don't even know if he's playing Mew. I'm just going to. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like I don't that. know what anybody's playing um, either. Um, but I would say, actually, I have two. Um, there's there's two hot takes on there here. So it's either going to be Gustavo Wada with Lugia, which I think is more likely to happen. Um, but if I another dark horse, and I know I said Lugia is going to win, but I feel like Isaiah Bradner might win with bees again. Somehow make that Beedrill deck, uh, Beedrill work. Uh, in its favor because that is a single prizer that can just take an uh, Oko. Um, maybe I'm way off base with that, but that is a super hot take. Uh, bees are back. <laughs> I'd be excited about that actually. Bees are back and they do well. I'd be generally. I don't think bees will do well, but I think it, it has a chance to just sneak I'm... in there and just like torpedo to the top. Uh, I love a good persisting for <laughs> knockout. So. All righty. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for us today. I think that was fun. Again, I think we were well over the hour mark. Uh, always try to keep it to yeah. an hour, but it, we never succeed in that. Um, we ramble too much. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did have to go down the whole tangent of how you're 27th ranked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. 37th, 37th. Um, um, okay. I like playing Pokemon. I can't say. I, what else can I say? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Alrighty. highly ranked at play points. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for us. Thanks again, everybody, for sticking with us till the end. Remember, this week's uh, code word is Rosa. Yes, Rosa. See you. Peace. Thanks again for listening to the Pittsburgh Pokemon podcast. Uh, if as always, if you could do us and future listeners a favor and leave us a like, a rating, or a review on whatever your podcast platform of choice is, it goes a long way to helping out the pod. Plus, Jake, where can you reach us directly? Yeah, you can get me at Pinucks1 on Twitter, as well as Chuck at WatchWimsy and Ryan at ry for gaming You can also reach us on Twitter for the whole Pittsburgh Pokemon podcast at PitPokeyPod. Thanks again, guys and gals. We will see you all next time. See you later.